This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Welcome to this fine edition of Hawkside Guns Podcast. And with me, as always, is Mr. Jake. Jake, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful Sunday morning. It is a beautiful Sunday morning, and this will be a reasonably short cast, because in less than a half hour's time, or about a half hour's time, I'm going to be bolting out of here to go shoot. <laughs> so uh, this will be kind of a quick one, but we did want to, or I did want to get on here, and I dragged poor Jake out on a Sunday morning uh, to go and do this cast here. But It's, I, it's awful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. It's horrible up here in the north. Uh, it's going to be 60 degrees here, and I'm going to go freaking shoot. So, uh, what I, But I did want to give an update on some of the stuff that's been happening in the last, I guess, month uh, since we released the last cast. Uh, one of which, and I'll just start right into it, is uh, I mentioned last cast that I got a uh, Smith & Wesson Model 1000 automatic 12-gauge automatic shotgun at a show uh, pretty recently. And it was, well, for no, lack of a better term, broken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't cycle. It's It was, you know, and everybody, like on the net, everybody's like, oh, these are known for all this stuff. And we went over kind of some of the stuff that was going on with that. I paid like 100 and change for it. I was going to order some parts and everything. Uh, but some stuff has happened uh, since then, uh, one of which is uh, after I talked to the wonderful man, at uh, Lone Star Gun Manufacturing uh, that services all the parts for these guns and, and uh, for the Smith & Wesson. He disappeared off the face of the earth. Uh, I did not get my order, and uh, I, when I call to, to uh, talk to them about when my order might be arriving, there's a message by what I'm assuming is his wife saying that there was a serious medical condition, and they're dealing with that, and that they're going to be closed for this week. Uh I've gotten that message five weeks in a row, so something very very serious has, has happened. Uh, oh, that's a shame. Yes, it is indeed. Uh, if it is at all possible, I wish them a speed of recovery, but that avenue is now closed. Uh, so I am sitting here, not to be callous or anything like that, but I was sitting on a gun that is incapable of being fixed and, like, panicking because I'm like, ah! Uh, so <laughs> crap, I knew this would bite me, but thankfully again, the internet saves you can't buy many of the, the like hard parts for this, uh, for this gun. And what was really wrong was the seals were blown, right? And they okay. melted into the gun and it wouldn't cycle because all this rubber was, uh, melted all over the slider and, and all that stuff inside. That doesn't help gas actuator. Yeah, it, it was not good. Uh, so we cleaned all that stuff off. And really what I was missing was the, the gas seals, which if you don't know what a gas seal is in an automatic rifle or automatic shotgun, they're rubber rings. For $15, you can get from Numeric the seals for this gun. Because I found I later found out after thorough research and a bit of panicking, <laughs> uh, I found that the Mossberg Model 1000 shotgun is the same damn gun Mossberg had this same uh, gun uh, template or, or design they sold it for several years it is available numeric 
makes replacement seals for it. So the, the Mossberg Model 1000 seals are the same thing as the Smith & Wesson Model 1000 seals. Thank Crom. So for $15, I sorted out this gun after after putting it back together and all that kind of stuff. Cycles like a dream. So Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so for 140 bucks, I have a wonderful 12, uh, 12 gauge automatic shotgun. Now, just to dissuade anybody, well, maybe I am going to dissuade, maybe I'm not. Um, anyone, you, these are not like rubber O-rings you could go to, for example, Home Depot and find? Uh, no, not really. Um, okay. Well, actually, the the back one kind of is, because the back one's just a rubber stop, right? It just has to be the right circumference to fit down in the barrel, right? Because it's all it is is keeping the uh the slider or the you know the the action slider from smacking the tube and and knocking your your shells back into your gun that's that's all it does the back seal is just just that it's just a back seal it's got kind of a hole drilled through the middle of it it in it, thick it's probably i don't know three eighths of an inch thick that's it the the front seal uh on the ejector or the uh the the recoil uh, ejector the front seal is um it's a little bit more specialized it's got to be it's got to stretch over this uh this top piece and but and it's the expensive one i think it's like eight dollars i ordered so, four of them expensive. <laughs> yeah, i ordered four of them i will never have this problem again also the new stuff from numeric is solvent resistant Ooh. uh so yeah so it, you can treat it like a normal gun basically uh they're super great for so for less than 150 bucks i fixed this uh, you know i bought and fixed this gun i am less than a half hour now going to go shoot it <laughs> um so i was super happy about that uh it it was uh it was a little worrying i had some problems uh the parts are not readily available at this point because uh lsg manufacturing lone star gun manufacturing is for all intents and purposes closed so be wary about that. If you need actual hard parts for this, it might be harder to find. And, um, you know, the pictures you've shown me of it, you've cleaned it up beautifully. Oh, it's gorgeous now. Oh, I just, I, yeah, I redone all the wood. I re-blacked uh, the places where it had rubbing issues and, and all that stuff. It is, for all intents and purposes at this point, pretty much flawless. I also found out when it was made. It was made in July of 76, just like me. Um <laughs> So it is it is literally exactly as old as I am. Uh so it is a 43-year-old flawless specimen of awesomeness. Uh I was very pleased with the gun. I'm I I took it out to my dad's house and ran a couple rounds through it and made sure it cycled and it does just flawlessly. I am super super happy about it. It cleaned up beautifully. It's got a beautiful burled walnut stock. Just looks phenomenal. You can pick them up for almost nothing because this was a known issue, and I am over the moon with this gun. It may shred itself in in a couple of months. I don't know, but uh, for <laughs> less than two hundred bucks or less than one hundred fifty at this point, I, I got a perfectly functioning automatic, which that ain't bad. No, <laughs> not bad at all. That ain't bad. I'm very pleased. It looks gorgeous. So. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. I also, uh, went out to a gun show just recently and, uh, you know, again, I didn't mean to, 
<laughs> it, it may be a sickness. Ha, ha, honey, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my they swear to me. It's not my fault. It's a sickness. It's a it's a problem I have. I realize this. So I went out actually hunting for another one for my for, for Buana for my dad. Because uh, he would, he really liked the gun. He's like, my God, this is a neat gun, you know. And we've seen them around, and they're always cheap. And I was like, oh shit, I should, I should, I should just get one for him. And I was going to do that for Christmas. I was going to buy one, and then because I have extra rings and stuff like that, and I know how they work now, um, I was just going to buy it, clean it up, and fix it, and give it to him for Christmas, right? Because he wants an automatic. He really likes that one, but I wasn't going to give him mine. So. I went out to find one at a local gun show. It was the Allen Gun Show. We have gun shows probably about every two weeks here. Again, I'm, Texas. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> 800 tables. You know, we go out to the Allen Gun Show. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's the Allen Convention Center. And it's just packed full of stuff. And I did see a Smith & Wesson automatic, a, a Model 1000, but it was a 20 gauge. And he shoots 12, right? So and I'm like, well, uh, no. And it was like 175 bucks. It was it was nice. I mean, it's, it's good stuff. But he it was a 20 instead of a 12. But anyway, so I was wandering around the show a little depressed. And the the best thing wandering around a show with a little depressed and there's 200 bucks in your pocket is there is going to be something that you can do about that. <laughs> so someone is going to be willing to take your 200 dollars. Right. Exactly. And uh, I did find someone. And uh, just uh, at the back of the show, I, I normally gravitate towards the used gun section, right? Because I don't have the kind of money that, that a new gun would require or a really, really nice one. I normally like to find a really odd, quirky stuff, fix it up, and then sell it for at least what I got out of it, maybe a little bit more. And, and the only way I can buy the new stuff I do is the fact that the uh, dealer I work with has very, very, very favorable <laughs> layaway terms. <laughs> Which is basically, yeah, I'll order it from you. Come give me whatever you got, whenever you got it, and whenever you pay it off, it's yours. That's nice. Yeah. A lot of them don't do that, uh, to be fair. Uh, uh, it, it, yeah, no, absolutely. That's why I won't buy a gun anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them re really, they put you on a schedule, and they, you know, it's, it's yeah, they a lot of times they don't do that. But, uh, in fact, I don't think I've, been to a gun shop that does that just like gay come in whenever you want although with you i mean like they know you're gonna get more so it's like, no 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 it's yeah we're his I mean, dealer we're his drug dealer it's just guns happen to be your drug of choice uh but you looked on weed no nah. <laughs> nah, nine millimeters nine millimeters uh is that a new like form of ecstasy no really it's nine millimeters <laughs> i don't know i have ecstasy when i'm using i'm using <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh so I I at the back of the show there were a bunch of used shotguns and I'm a sucker for a used long gun, especially, you know, 20 or 12 gauge uh shotguns. Mm -hmm. And uh my plan is to to like coax my brother into uh shooting. I'm going to give him my uh Remington 870 20-gauge pump. Uh, the, it's an 870 Express. I'm going to give him that for Christmas. I've had it for a couple oh. of years. I don't. I hardly ever shoot it. Did you so, Did you finally move up back up to 12-gauge? Well, yeah, I've got a 12-gauge um, Wingmaster that I love. It's got a cuts compensator on it. It's a beautiful gun. Uh, it's actually, uh, I, I showcased that one on uh, Hawkside Guns on the site. 
uh, it's you can see it there. It's it's lovely. It's it was made in seventies. Um, it's got that seventies vibe. It's, it's seriously cool. Got a cuts compensator. Actually, I think it was in the sixties. It's got a cuts compensator on. It. It's a gorgeous gun. So in my mind, and this is how I justify this. All right, in my mind, I was a gun down. <laughs> so I've gotten <laughs> empty, rid of you one. Had an empty space to fill. Right, I had an empty space to fill, an empty case. Um, a spot in my right. No, that's not true. I have like close to a dozen guns, right? <laughs> uh, which is down from twenty-seven. All right, it's I'm I'm really working it. Okay, <clears throat> which I don't think my wife ever knew that it was that high. She knew that there were some, but I keep them rotated. Like some are under the bed, some are in the <laughs> gun case, some are in the, the safe, some are in the closet, some are, you know, like you just keep moving them around. So this is not really you can't ever tell how many it is. It's like a shell game, right? Um, and oh, I don't uh, honestly want to know half the time how many I have. Because no, if, would... if, if you deal with handguns, the answer is just take them all with you when you leave the house. <laughs> you just take a separate bag. What's that? It's a gun bag. You know? no, I mean, they I put I've a towel it. on top, you know, yeah, you get, yeah. one on your ankle, one on your waist, one in your backpack. <laughs> yeah. it's just, you just take them all with you. That way yeah. you can't find them when you're gone. Um, I knew he had 12, you know. <laughs> so now it's, no, I didn't take any guns with me. Uh, but uh, I I was a gun down, right? So I was like, oh, yeah, I, I've got space now. <laughs> I need another one. A hole in your life to fill. It is. It is. It's a, it's a, it was something that needed to be done. So I wandered around the show, and for $125, there was a J.C. Higgins 12-gauge pump, Model oh. 20. Uh, gun. So I figured I lost a, a pump. I'll need a pump back, right? This is my logic. And if you, <laughs> and I know it's wrong, but still, and it, it's it, and I and I would I would suspect that most people who actually take the time to listen to this cast do understand that level of justification. I hope so, because otherwise, I'm. Uh, it's like I'm sicker than I thought. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's it's worse than I thought. Uh, which is entirely possible, I suppose. But I saw this. It was like $125. It was a J.C. Higgins, which if you know anything about uh, J.C. Higgins, J.C. Higgins was uh, distributed by Sears in the 50s and the 60s. And I did not know that. Right. Uh, so it says Sears and Roebuck on the side of the barrel. But if you know anything about that, who actually made those guns in the 50s and 60s for J.C. Higgins and Sears and Roebuck was High Standard, which oh. is a... A, a well-known and well-respected gun manufacturer of the 50s and 60s, not around anymore. But um, I, I, actually, I'm I'm kind of thrown by the fact that in the 50s and 60s, you could go to Sears and buy a gun. I know, isn't that crazy? It's super neat. You know, like you could buy anything from Sears back in the day, right? But you could buy uh, shotguns. Now, I don't think they sold handguns. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think they sold handguns. I think they sold like. Um, sporting and hunting rifles and uh, sporting and hunting shotguns. Uh, so you could go and buy, and I've had several Sears guns. Um, you could actually buy uh, Kmart guns or guns mm -hmm. at Kmart as well. I have one. Uh, it's it's an old, and I think I've shown you pictures of this. It's an old FIE. FIE made the Kmart guns, which is Federal Import Exports, I think, and it's a Brazilian stuff, and they have Brazilian freaking rainforest wood on all the stocks. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I have, I have, I've had a couple of those. So Kmart did it. Sears and Roebuck did it. You could go in just like some of the Walmarts today. You can go buy traditional, uh, 
small caliber like you're not going to go buy like a 44 mag or anything like that but small caliber hunting uh rifles and sporting shotguns so 20 and 12 gauge some 410 uh but Sears and Roebuck did it in the 50s and the 60s. And one of the manufacturers from them was J.C. Higgins. It was kind of a rebranded uh, name of the High Standard brand. High Standard made a, a wonderfully neat quality gun. They had uh, all steel receivers. Um, the the J.C. Higgins Model 20 had a, kind of a Mossberg-style uh, bolt carrier system. So they had the, the lifter that came up that just shoves the shells up. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a it's kind of an 870 tapered waist with a Mossberg um, bolt carrier system and a wonderfully uh, knurly kind of squarish stock or uh, a forend. And this particular model has a compensator and a screw in choke at the front end. And the compensator looks freaking gnarly. I mean, if you look up a Model 20, uh, J.C. Higgins Model 20, with the compensator, it looks like a sweet barrel shroud on like an AR or something. It just it looks wickedly cool, and I had to have it. I mean, I I just had to. It was sitting there. It was lonely. Um, <laughs> nobody had taken care of it in many years. You were lonely. I I was lonely. I was feeling like I needed something um, to salve. You know, a bomb. For for the disappointment that was, I couldn't find a Smith and Wesson from the seventies, so I bought a J.C. Higgins from the fifties, uh, uh, and it was less than it was less than one hundred twenty five dollars. So I mean, you can't. I mean, like if you find a, a beautiful long gun with like Mossberg action, an eight seventy tapered waist, and a compensator with a screw in choke on it, I mean, seriously, you have to have it. I mean, you can't just leave it there. You know, someone else might get it, and that would be a true travesty. And, and, some, and someone else who may not love it as much as you do. Right. I will be. It's I'm like it's forever home for now until I get bored. And and, and, and you picked up a because I'm sitting there going, my God, it's like picking up a puppy. <laughs> it is. It's like picking up a puppy. It's, we had to, really. You know, it would have died on that table. <laughs> um, oh, and, and, of course, it's got a beautifully jeweled bolt. Um, I mean, it's it's a neat little gun, and I'll I'll go through the wood and and go through all the steel and make sure it's all blued nicely and and redo the wood. Uh, and by the time I'm done with it, it'll look classy. I mean, it'll look neat. But uh, right now, it looks like a gun from the fifties. <laughs> I mean, it's mm, it's a little rough. But uh, I'm gonna take that out and shoot it uh, later on today, along with my 1976 uh, Smith and Wesson. And how, 19- how, how how long is the barrel on it? 28 inches uh, with from from uh, chamber to the end of the uh, screw and choke is 28 inches. So um, it's not a big 32, but it's also, you know, not like a short 24 or something like that. Uh, Actually, I, I generally go for the ones that are 18 and a half. <laughs> OK, the, primarily this is going to be used as a skeet gun. So yeah. the the eighteen and a halfs are a tad short uh, for now. You can shoot with an eighteen inch barrel. In fact, uh, Buana is bringing uh, to shoot skeet with. He's bringing his Mossberg five hundred that has been completely tacticaled out with a collapsible stock. He's shortened the barrel to eighteen and a half inches. He's got a, a Picatinny uh, quad rail system on it, a light, uh, a scope, 
uh, a a Hogue uh, pistol style grip. Uh, I mean, just I mean, he's totally tactical. This thing out. He's got a red dot laser sight. Uh, on yeah, that's it. that's that's my kind of shotgun. Yeah, he's taking that to shoot skate with because he can. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? He does. It, it is, and I'm like, you're bringing that to shoot skate. He's like, why not? <laughs> like, well, I well, can't think of a reason. <laughs> it, it's 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 a tad off topic, but I did send you a uh, uh, link to someone shooting skeet with a AK version shot uh, automatic shotgun with a silencer on the front of it. I thought it was amazing. I, I, like, I need one of those in my life. Like to do that. Uh, if I ever uh, run wait, across wait, wait, one and it's cheap enough, the, I'm going to do it. Are we talking about the gun or the person who was firing it? Yes, both of those things. Okay, <laughs> both of those things. She was. I would. I would take her as a firearms instructor any day of the week. Um, and if you haven't followed her on Twitter, and I'm not going to throw this out there for everybody, so uh, just because. Uh, but if you follow her on Twitter, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Oh, it's super great. I'm just saying. It's. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. Uh, but in fact, I think from the last time this cast was going on, you bought a gun just recently, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was looking for something that fit comfortably into an ankle holster uh, because that's what I tend to wear to work. And you bought an AK-47. No, exactly. It fits, fits, fits perfectly. Perfect. I just got a little um, limp. It's fine. No, but I, I mean, um, like, for ex- like, for example, dude... Um, <laughs> What I tend to carry on my waist is a six-hour P365. Now, it is small enough to fit into an ankle holster without any question, but it sure. holds 10 rounds, and it ends up being heavy. Yeah, it's kind of kind of an ankle weight, yeah. Um, so I was looking something for a similar size or smaller in 9mm that held more than two rounds, which is the um, uh, Derringer. Sure. Uh, so what I settled on was a Car CM9. Uh, it's a little six round. It's I think it's the smallest six round single stack nine millimeter you can get. Um, the nice thing about it is is that the uh, springs on the um, uh, guide rods are so strong that the first thing is is that they don't even recommend that you try to rack the slide to uh, chamber. That they that they they recommend that you actually get it all the way back, use the slide lock, and then release the slide lock to get around the chamber to start <laughs> this does with. Does not sound like a pistol I would want. <laughs> oh, but see, the thing is, is that for something that small, what that does is takes a lot of the uh, uh, perceived recoil out of it. Sure, sure. So, so yeah. You know, now, first of all, what that means is that you are not going to travel, use it, or excuse me, to carry it without a round in the chamber, because if you're expecting to be able to rack the gun fast enough, it to ain't happening. Defend yourself, and it's not going to happen. Um, but at the same time, it is extremely lightweight and probably the most comfortable thing I've ever had an ankle holster to the point where you can forget that it's there. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I mean, that's... So uh, it, So if you're looking to carry in an ankle holster, there's, I, you know, I can't recommend anything else. You know, revolvers tend to be made of all steel. They're going to be heavy. Um, you know, then you got most of your polymer sing, uh, 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 single-stack firearms, which are either difficult to fire because there's not enough weight to them or just a little bit too long or too big to fit an ankle holster comfortably. Um, the, the One of the ones that I had had, which was the P365XL, every time I tried to put it into the ankle holster, it was stabbing me in the ankle. Um, <laughs> which kind of defeats the purpose of having an ankle holster. Exactly. So this, it, as I said, I can't recommend anything better or more than this little gun for an ankle holster. Yeah, see, um, there, 
there mm. are two versions of it. There's the CM9, which is the budget version, which is what I bought. There's also the PM9, which is a little bit more solidly built, supposedly. It's also got a hexagonal barrel versus a standard uh, standard rifling. Um, and then it's, it's laser etched a little bit more snazzily than the CM9. Um, other than that, they're the same gun. And there's literally like a $300 difference between the two of them. That's kind of a large difference. Uh, it, yeah. They, they, as I said, they, they, they change the milling of the slide so that it's easier and cheaper for them to do. And, oh, and the other thing is that the PM9 comes with three magazines, whereas the CM9 only comes with one. Yeah, but you can, I mean, for $300 difference, you can get some mags. I'm just saying. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. There's probably some budget in there for some extra mags. I'm just, you know. And, and and the other thing is is that all I really was looking for was something for six rounds because the whole idea of it is is that if it was in in that situation, it's there to keep to to help me survive long enough to get to the um, fifteen rounder that's in my backpack. I'd say that's fair comment. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I'd say that's pretty that's pretty fair. Well, let me know how that goes. I mean, have you started carrying it? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And I fired it. It's uh, it's a dream to fire for something that small. I admit it's got a little bit of recoil to it. It's a little snappy. But for what it is, it's very easy to fire and extremely accurate. Yeah, I think for now I'm going to stick with my Bursa, but that's just because it's the only thing I know how to shoot well. Well, well, that, well and then I'll throw in the other thing because it's the project I'm working on now with favorable layaway terms um <laughs> yeah you're just it, as sick as i am that's that's why we love you <laughs> well when i when i when i went to pick up the car um it was uh the i, I always ask this the same question to the uh to the owner and most of the time he looks at me and goes it's the same thing it's always here unless you want to order something different uh and the question is is anything new or interesting and he uh, reached into the case and pulled out a six-hour uh, P238 Legion, which Uh-oh. is their little 380. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I had been thinking about getting back into the 380 market and even thinking about possibly a Bursa or, or something of that nature. Uh, he put this little thing in my hand, and it is nice. It's the Legion version, which is you know not really all that crazy with the six-hour stuff. A lot of people like to think that the Legion is some awesome upgrade to their firearm and it's it's not but it's still comfortable it still fits in my hand perfectly uh and it's still about as pretty as can be it's basically a mock-up of a 1911 in a small 380 yeah it's a itty bitty one itty yeah. itty bitty yeah, yeah. And, and see and, I, I i love a full-sized 1911 but like rock island armories i, I held their baby rock which is a 1911 clone for 380. Yeah, I didn't like it. You know, it felt weird. Uh, as you know, worst part about it is I've held the Springfields and I've held the the, the many of the differences between the Legion and the non-Legion of the uh, uh, 238s is um, the grip has got a little bit more of a pinky extension on it. Yeah, makes it a little see. easy to, to actually hold. Yeah, uh, I've got the same grip. Actually, I take that back. I've got a better grip on that than I do on the little car. Wow. Well, so, a, yeah, the, the 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 car is a, a pinky is hold is as um is uh, tucked up underneath the the firearm with the 
238 Legion, the 380, it's actually on the grip. Nice. Nice. So, so uh, you know, he, he looked at me and said, what do you think? And I said, I, uh, yeah, if you have it in you to put one aside for me, it's probably going <laughs> to wait for it, for me. It's going to wait till end of the year bonus or till I get a couple bucks here and there. But uh, and he said, sure. So as I said, he's good to me. This is why I keep going back. He's your pusher. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without, without question. Oh, it's so great. Well, uh, d- dude, Congrats. Uh, that is that is awesome. I know you've been looking for an ankle gun for a while, but uh, that's that's going to be kind of cool. That's going to be kind of cool. I can't wait to see that the P th- uh, two uh, with the P two thirty eight is going to be like. Mm-hmm. I can't say that for some reason. Um, because I know you're going to get one. <laughs> I know yeah. you're going to you're going to wind up with it. I know you're yeah. a, sucker, a sucker for Sig, um, especially the small Sig. So um, that is that is awesome. Well, I am going to go and enjoy my new shotgun. Uh, we're sorry the cast is a little. Or my new two new shotguns. Um, hopefully they won't fly apart. Um, so oh, we're sorry. Luck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are sorry the cast is a little short this time. Next time will be a little bit better. Thank you very much, and we will see you next time. I'm going to go shoot. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.